Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. The New York State Legislative Session ends and no action on legalizing marijuana. Well, I think the pressure will be on next year when Canada implements their program. Massachusetts will have implemented their program in New Jersey. So all around us, uh, adult use of marijuana will be legal. Your leader wants to lock up children separated from their parents. Our leader wants to legalize marijuana. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. As the New York State Legislature began cramming in the final days of their session, it became apparent that legalizing marijuana wasn't going to make the cut. Even with a ringing endorsement just this week from the New York State Health Department saying they back legalization. Even if the legislature were to pass a law next year, it probably would take somewhere around you know, anywhere from 8 to 12 months to implement. Joel Giambra, former Erie County executive, a gubernatorial candidate, and marijuana lobbyist with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski on WBEN. So New York State will be behind the curve again uh, in this effort. What would be so tough in implementing now? Because we can kind of go off of what other states have done, right? Colorado, California, now Massachusetts. They have some sort of infrastructure in place. Wouldn't it be easier to copy? You would think so, but here in New York State, things become much more complicated because of the Byzantine politics that exist in New York State. Um, this has been a very non-productive legislative session. Uh, there's chaos in the legislature and the executive office. It's an election year, and folks have not been able to get out of their own way. Yeah, I'm just thinking, Joel, that the state could hardly decide on any controversial issues in the session that just ended. Who's to say that they'll agree to this next year, right? Well, I think the pressure will be on next year when Canada implements their program. Massachusetts will have implemented their program in New Jersey. So all around us, uh, adult use of marijuana will be legal. Uh, Again, unfortunately, New York State's going to miss out on the revenue opportunity and the ability to control this product. You know, right now, it's an unregulated marketplace. It's a black market economy, and there aren't many people who sell marijuana to kids who are conscious enough to check proof. So if you really want to control this product, you have to tax and regulate it. Prohibition has been a failed policy. Now, yesterday we talked with State Senator Tim Kennedy. He said he believes that when lawmakers return to Albany, this will be kind of a a hot topic, one that gets some discussion uh, amongst lawmakers. You've spent a lot of time uh, out in uh, Albany talking about this issue throughout the state, too. Uh, What's your sense on where exactly lawmakers are in thinking about this? Uh, Is there really an appetite to get this done, even with all those things you mentioned? Well, the hope is there will be. Number one, the the opportunity to control the product. Number two, the opportunity to generate. um, We did a report that showed that anywhere from $12 to $24 billion 
can be invested into New York State's economy by taking the revenue proceeds from the adult use of marijuana and investing them in roads and bridges. I'm sure all of you have driven around the city and see the condition of our roads and know the condition of our bridges. So, you know, there's an opportunity here. Again, unfortunately, the politics in New York State don't allow for these kinds of issues to happen without huge political consideration. You know, in Albany, they spend more time trying to figure out how to raise money from both sides of the issue on every issue and do nothing, and then they do it again next year. Unfortunately, that's how the Albany politics system is working. Joel, how much of a moneymaker is recreational marijuana for the state? Well, Susan, if you remember, the report we issued uh, indicated conservatively that annually the state would see uh, somewhere around five to $600 million a year in new revenue. By investing those uh, revenues into a bonding program, that's where you get potentially $24 billion worth of economic activity and over 12,000 jobs over a seven-year period. So this is real money. Uh, and again, it's not just the money. It's the social justice issues, the fact that you know minorities have been uh, affected more adversely than the majority community in arrests. Um, there's a lot of different issues. And again, um, taking ending the black market economy, to me, is something that our elected officials on both sides of the aisle should be concerned about. That is a big number that you put out there with how much money the state could make off of this. Uh, it might come to as a surprise to people who still look at marijuana as kind of this thing that, you know, it's like a phase for uh, high school-aged kids or something like that. Now, there's uh, maybe way more people out there using this than, well, I think people who don't use really believe. I think there are many more people using marijuana than admit it. Uh, especially in some of the polling data. Um, but those revenue numbers are, are conservative numbers. It could reach up to a billion dollars a year after a couple of years uh, of activity here in New York State. And again, it's hard to overlook that opportunity. And again, we shouldn't just focus on the revenue, guys. It's, it's, there's a whole lot of other issues. Again, social justice, uh, taking this out of the hands of younger people, controlling the marketplace, That's a more appropriate public policy than prohibition. Meanwhile, just north of the border... This is pretty interesting stuff. Just just compare the leader of your country to the leader of our country. Peter Gross, our resident Canada correspondent at 680 News in Toronto, where legalization has happened and will kick in this fall. Your leader wants to lock up children separated from their parents. Our leader wants to legalize marijuana. There's, just, there's a slight difference there. I can't quite put my finger on it. It's a slight difference, as you mentioned there, but, uh, you know, you mentioned the marijuana regime. Has kind of the popularity of marijuana and the popularity of this issue forced politicians to really take a look at it and make it a priority when, you know, in the past, even looking five, ten years ago, no one would have thought this would even kind of be on the radar. Well, I think, I think you're looking at two things there. As You know, first of all, we've got a very young prime minister, and he's reflecting what uh, people in their 30s and 40s, some of us in the 70s, and, and I'm not being specific, but, you know, enjoyed marijuana in the 70s when it was illegal, and for the most part, um, the police looked the other way. I mean, the marijuana, you can walk down the street and you can smell it. Um, so 
the population is more or less in favor of this. But secondly, the amount of money that the government can make by legalizing it and by controlling it and selling it. Because marijuana is a weed and it grows under virtually any conditions. And you can grow a pound of marijuana for about 50 cents. So, um, just, just as a cash grab, it's, it's very appealing. So this is a moneymaker for Canada? Oh, I would think it's a huge money maker. I mean, our, we've got marijuana stocks here that are just soaring on the stock market. Uh, my advice is to you know get into an Etzel, drive into the past, and spend a couple thousand on marijuana stock. So that it's going to be big business booming. The seventeenth of October is when uh, you know the prime minister said this is when it's going to begin. Uh, when that date hits, uh, what are you expecting to see there? Will there be? Uh, plenty of dispensaries and locations to buy all across the country. Will they just be getting started then? What are you expecting to see? Well, there's there's been a really confusing issue here because people have opened up independent marijuana stores in advance, sort of hoping that, that when it's legalized, they'll get to sell them. But it looks as if they're going to sell them through the liquor board stores. we got a thing called Liquor Board of Ontario where you can go buy, buy your alcohol. And it, it, it looks as if for the time being, those places are, are going to control the sale of marijuana. So are those those what LBCO stores and the beer store, things like that? Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the government run now. Right now, the the new guy, uh, uh, Doug Ford, who's been elected the uh, premier of Ontario, has said that uh, he'd like to privatize it going down, going down the line. The government, the government, particularly in Ontario, has shown a great capacity to screw things up when they run things. So, uh, you know, in, in years to come, we may have independent uh, wholesalers selling it out of stores. But for the time being, now you, you've got to go in, probably prove that you're 18 before you want to buy your stuff okay now we also heard that each province will get to make their own rules with this too is that your understanding yeah that, that looks that that looks to be the case especially if you follow uh doug ford's cue uh he, you know the new premier of ontario he says for the time being the liquor board of ontario can sell the pot but it might be privatized down the line so yeah i think i think the uh, provinces will have a say but now peter we're not going to see people just smoking on the streets of toronto right well, why not? <laughs> they do anyways. It it has uh, you know it's uh, the on Friday nights in the nightclubs in the alleyways you walk down there and the the air is very, very thick with the smell of marijuana. You know I don't think you're going to see them just you know in the business place and in the banks and places. But I, it probably won't be much different because the people who smoke marijuana illegally and are going to be the people who are smoking illegally. The people who didn't want to buy marijuana in the first place probably going to, you know, very unlikely to purchase it this time around. In other words, it's kind of widespread as it is, even without legalization, you know, much like it is down below your border around here. Yeah, the, the two things are the government's now going to make money out of it. Well, maybe there's three things. The government's not going to make money out of it. Um, there's the possible experience that when you buy marijuana, you're also going to be in an environment where you can buy you know, more dangerous drugs, cocaine and heroin. A lot of drug dealers like to be like a one-stop shopping place. So, so you, you, you're, you're, the government's going to make money. You're going to create kind of a firewall between marijuana and stiffer drugs. And um, you're, you're going to just have you know, a lot of happier people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you guys cooling down over the, the tariffs, or is that still a big buzz topic there as well? 
I, th- I think that's going to go on for a while. Uh, I know. I know that Trudeau, aside from the fact that uh, he's probably getting some good press for legalizing marijuana, he stood up to Trump. Um, uh, so th- this tariff thing uh, is go- is going to carry on. I, th- I think that uh, we're kind of aggrieved about it, and uh, we're not going to stand it because you know the history of Canada is we just don't put up with this crap. Hey, you know, uh, really quickly before we let you go, we uh, have been talking throughout the morning to somebody who uh, works with the Customs and Border Patrol on the U.S. side over here. And we've been, you know, mentioning there's a future in the very near future, possibly, where you have obviously Canada legalizing marijuana beginning this October and New York State talking about doing it, you know, soon, maybe uh, next year, even as soon as that. But still federally here, it will be illegal. So you'll have Canada, it's legal. New York State, it's legal legal but crossing from canada to the u.s if you have any marijuana on you you could risk being uh, fined or even arrested uh, what is, will it be like or at least what's your understanding of crossing the border into canada oh crossing into canada if you're carrying marijuana is that what you're saying yeah i, I don't i don't think they'll care will they I well, I I would imagine no, but it's a tricky situation going the other way because the border is controlled by the federal government here. The state could move to legalize marijuana, and you could do whatever you want in the city of Buffalo or say Niagara Falls, but you just couldn't cross the border into the U.S. with it, or you'd risk being arrested. It, it, it's always not been a wise idea to carry contraband uh, on your person when you're going across the border. So. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't know what. I mean, it's very strange if you're a, a Canadian border guard security agent, you find someone from the States bringing marijuana in when it's legal to have marijuana, so maybe they won't even look for it. I don't know. On to the next session. We'll see what happens. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.